Welcome and thank you for joining us at Christian International Ministries. Our vision is to help you hear God's voice to change your world. For more information about this and other resources, please visit www.christianinternational.com. Turn to your neighbor and say, we're going to choose some life tonight. Ooh, y'all are going to believe it by the end of this. I'm telling you right now. This is what uh, the scripture that we got here is Galatians 2.20. And it says, I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now have in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God, who loved me and gave himself for me. How many of you believe that scripture? It's a very powerful, dynamic scripture. Next slide. I may just have to go by my notes here. But first I want to talk to you about is the power of choice. Um, How many of you know and understand when we face any type of situation that is meant for our evil or our demise, or it seems to be an overwhelming situation with big old sharp teeth, or it's eight feet tall and very muscular, but any situation that we face, we have a choice to make on how we deal with that situation. Do you all agree? We have some different things that we could choose. We could choose to say, hey, this is too much or too intimidating, and I'm just not going to deal with it. Or we can begin to prophesy to the situation that's standing in front of us. And this principle and this word and nugget we're releasing tonight is not just about the big situations that are in your life. This is about small situations because a lot of us understand even the small decisions that we make in life, whether they seem big to us or not, Making a lot of small decisions that aren't the right decisions end up being a big problem on the other side. So this principle is applied to the big problems that are facing us in our life. Whatever sniffling, snarling demon may be staring you down, trying to take you out or discourage you, this is one of the keys you will need to function and begin to blow these walls down in this adversity that begins to face you. How many of you want a level of that tonight? You want a touch, you want a greater understanding, you want a new breaker release on the inside of your life. The power of choice, first point. Oh, there we go. How exciting. Okay, my clicker's, praise the Lord. There's the first miracle of the night, ladies and gentlemen. My clicker is working. We're going to talk about the power of choice. And the first thing, first line here, is God created each of us in his own image. I think we all understand that, and a lot of you should have the foundation of that That statement, the power to accept or reject has been given to us. Let me say it again. The power to accept or to reject has been given to us. The power, the power of choice has been given to us because choice is what demonstrates the highest and most power, powerful form of love before Before us each day, each minute, every circumstance is the power to choose life and death. I was just speaking with somebody earlier today that was facing a very difficult situation. And I was about convinced sometimes I can only listen for so long to some people that are going through some things. Because after a little bit, you start to get sucked in a little bit. But what I began to talk about is what the Lord put on my spirit is that we have the power of life and death in our tongue. I love the way that Bishop says it. He says, what our, ear, what our mouth speaks, our ears hear, our heart will receive. 
So if we're speaking something negative, if we're in the muck in the mire and we're in a, vict- in a uh, uh, victim mentality and we're constantly speaking and saying negative things, you're going to eat of the fruit of what your mouth is speaking and releasing. So this is a dynamic principle of realizing that in the power of your tongue lies the power of life and death. So if you need a miracle, if you need a situation to turn around, you need a breakthrough inside of your life, you have to begin to speak life. You have to begin to declare the word of the Lord. You have to begin to prophesy to those situations. The life that you speak. Now, here's one of the hangups that people get in most of the time is, look, I can't look at this situation and speak something that I know not to be true. Saying, I see death. How can I speak life when my eyes are seeing death? Here's what we have to live by. We walk by faith and not by sight. The power of life and death has been given unto us in the words that we speak and also the actions that we we operate under. They say that, I don't know, 70 or 80 percent of communication is nonverbal, but think about that for a minute. So your actions, your tongue, what you're speaking, what you're declaring, what you're believing is going to produce either life or death on the inside of your life. Depending on our choice will then produce a result. Whatever you choose, you're going to see the result. Exactly what I just said. If you're standing in faith and you're believing God to turn around a situation, even though it looks impossible, but you're standing and still standing and you're letting the 500 mile per hour winds try to knock you over, but you're standing, believing what God has promised and believing what he said, you will see the benefit of that without any doubt. Trusting God and standing in faith. God wants us to choose life. That's his desire. That's his heart. That's his, his real heart for us is he wants to see us walk in the fullness of life that he has given us. The life of the spirit is the spirit of prophecy. Maybe we need to hear it again. The life of the spirit is the spirit of prophecy. So everybody, we're going to do the first prophetic activations tonight. Just shake your hands just like this for just a second. We're taking a little prophetic demonstration and a prophetic act here. Just in this principle of what we're talking about here, the life of the spirit is the spirit of prophecy. So if there is death, if there's discouragement, if there's fruit of what you know is the spirit of death, what you have to begin to do is release the spirit of life, which is the spirit of prophecy, which is ultimately the life of God, his will, his motion, his intentions over that situation or whatever thing is facing you is to get breakthrough and for life to come turn that situation around. It aligns the purpose, principles, and events with heaven. So as you begin to prophesy about things here on earth and as you begin to prophesy about the, uh, to the death that may be in your life or the death that you see, you're really aligning with what's already happened in heaven. So you're pulling down a little slice of heaven to be here on earth and see the fruit of it right in front of you. I know that on Friday nights, everybody comes here to, to, to receive a prophetic word, but I believe just as we prophesy to you, God wants you to activate, to hear his voice so you can prophesy over other people, but also prophesy over yourself and also prophesy over the situations that are facing you. Joshua 24, 14 through 15. Verse number 14, now therefore fear the Lord and serve him in sincerity and in truth and put away the God which gods which your father served on the other side of the flood and in Egypt and serve ye the Lord. Verse number 15, 
don't know if I skipped too far. Verse number 15, and if it seem evil unto you to serve the Lord, then choose you this day whom you will serve. Everybody say that with me. Choose you this day whom you will serve. There, this is of great importance because the adversity and the death and the assignment of the enemy wants to see you serve those things that are coming against you. Because when the spirit of death hits you, when discouragement hits you and overwhelm comes all over you, who do you think you're serving? You're serving the thing that you're seeing directly in front of your face. So when we walk by faith and not by sight, we have the right from God, the commission and the authority and permission from our Father saying, don't look at it in the natural, but walk it by faith, by the Spirit. So we don't have to serve the situations that are facing us. We don't have to operate the way that the world is operating because we have this thing called faith. And faith without works is dead, and it's, without faith it's impossible to please God. So in order to reverse death, we have to put our faith in action and demonstrate our faith in God. So what I always like to say is, look, we're all, all of us are adults in here. Let's look in our lives at where we're demonstrating our faith unto God. Let's look at where there's situations of adversity. And in a court of law, you could go before a judge and he would say to you, yep, you have the right to be upset and feel like a victim. But the word of the Lord brings life. His promises ring true. He said, walk by faith and not by sight. So if the power of life and death is in our tongue, we don't even have to go by the way the world looks at these situations. We can go out in the world and begin to prophesy life over the areas of death. Any area. It does not matter. The purpose of choice. Being created in the image of God means that we have the power to create or destroy. Being created in the image of God means that we have the power to reproduce or to not reproduce. Now, you'll see if you've been around CI for any amount of time or Bishop Hammond or any of the leaders or the, the, the people around here, you'll see that the anointing is to reproduce reproducers of reproducers. So this point right here that says being created in the image of God means that we have the power to reproduce or not reproduce. In this day and age with what God is doing in the midst of the church is bringing us out of a place of weakness and overwhelm and defeat and powerlessness and bringing us into the true place of victory for that scripture that says that Jesus is coming back for a bride without spot or wrinkle. That's where we're at right now. A lot of us are facing situations where you feel condemned or you feel shamed. And what you really need to do is really receive a retouch from Jesus and get the freedom that you need and that the freedom that he wants to give you so you can be that bride without spot or wrinkle. He wants to position us as the ones that realize the image that we're created in, which is the image of God, and that we have the power to reproduce or not reproduce. So this principle goes both ways. We have the power of life and death in our tongue. And the truth is, is you've heard the principle that you're going to end up being like the people that you're gathered around, the people that you associate with. So this principle about reproducing or not reproducing, if you're around people that are negative and heavy and they're always talking bad things and they're always talking you out of your faith and they're always convincing you that God's not going to be able to do it, you've really got to think about this because if God's given you the strength to go to that type of people and become a reproducer of his heart in those people, then you've got to be strong and you've got to withstand what they're doing. 
But if you're in a place of learning and growing and maturing and becoming strong by the Spirit, then you just got to become the one that speaks the life and reproduces the life and the others that want to speak the death over you. Negativity. To me, negativity is just death. There's nothing positive that ever comes out of it. It only brings people down, and it will only depress you and magnify the, the negative things that are in your life. The purpose of choice is to give us the power of shaping our path after, after the purpose of God. The proof of the path we take speaks of the type of love we have for him. This means we're going to show how much we love him and the dedication of how we pursue the path that he's placed in front of us. Now, I don't know a whole lot of people that are running to kill their flesh. I don't know of a whole lot of people that are just absolutely wake up every day and they can't wait to face the first hard situation so they can prove to God how much they love him because they're going to show him how much they want to die and live in him. It's not a negative thing. It's just, hey, you got a prophet standing here saying, let's sound the alarm. Let's get these principles in our heart and our spirit so we can really be who he wants us to be. Because what I see in here, even I've been through it this week, 500 situations are probably just similar to what y'all have been through. But what I see in here is some people that have somehow believed the lie of the enemy more than the promises of the Lord. So here's some of the lies of the enemy. Your bills aren't going to be able to be paid. Your physical health is failing. Your car's breaking down and you don't have the money to pay for it. You're in division with your husband or your wife or your brother or your sister, and that relationship is falling apart, and there's no hope. That's a lie, total, complete lie. The victory is is setting your face like a flint and proving to God by demonstrating your faith that you absolutely 100% are fully persuaded and you believe everything that he said that he will do and you're going to move forward and wake up each and every morning saying hiding or something can you kick him for me thank you <laughs> uh can you go go just round back over here for just a minute, and they're just going to pray with you and believe with you for you to receive the Holy Spirit. It's a good thing. Right now, if you can, this is going to change your life. This is of great importance. Thank you for just being flexible with us here. Okay, did my clicker stop? No, it's working. Prophecy will produce the image of God in and around you. This is an amazing principle and an understanding, and it's, don't even try and wrap your mind around this, but let your spirit begin to receive this word, that prophecy will, uh, will produce the image of God in you and around you. If you've ever been around a prophet or a five-fold prophet or someone that truly is a real prophet, you can't help but be changed every, every time you're around that type of person. Because literally, they're so given over to the word of the Lord, and they're so given over to becoming a prophet and becoming what God has called them to be, that literally it has transformed them personally, and it transforms everyone that's around them. So somebody look at your neighbor and say, I want some of that. I'm going to, we're going to, y'all are going to believe this stuff by the end of the night, I'm telling you. Genesis 3, verses 1 through 4. I have it up there. Yep. Now the serpent was more subtle than any of the beasts of the field which the Lord God made, and said unto the woman, Yea, hath God 
said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. Verse 2. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden. Verse 3. But of the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God hath said, Ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest you die. So what we're talking about here is the, 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 the first, very first in the Bible demonstration of the power of choice. The power to produce life or death and the power of the choices that have been placed in front of you. So I don't think everybody needs a little teaching on Adam and Eve right now. I think all of us know what happened with Adam and Eve. But verse number four says, And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall not surely die. Here's something that we have to understand. When we're faced with a choice in life, like I said at the beginning of this, even if it's a small choice or it's a big choice, There is great ramifications on how we answer to the choices that are faced in front of us. Whether we're walking by the Spirit and we begin to discern if there's something of God or not of God or of the devil or not of the devil in any situation or decision that's standing in front of us, there's power in the choices that you make. There's power in the decisions that you make. And right there in verse 4 where it says, And the serpent said unto the woman, Ye shall surely not die. She was lied to and manipulated. So the decisions that we have in front of us, the the circumstances that whether we see it or not, the decisions we make, really each one of them are going to produce life or death. Because in my opinion, if we're making a decision and it's out of alignment with the will of God for our own personal lives, what do you think that's really going to produce in your life? It's definitely not going to produce life at that moment. I've seen many situations, and I've gone through this in my own personal life, where I've faced a decision in my life, and I kind of knew what God wanted me to do, but I went my own direction, and I made the wrong decision, and I had things that produced death all around about me in my life from the decisions that I made. But I also knew at a certain point when I was ready to get right back in alignment, his arms were completely wide open for me to run right back to him and choose his life. So choose life when the enemy offers death. Spiritual warfare is bound up in the power of our choice. That one statement alone should change everything tonight. Spiritual warfare is bound up in the power of our choice. Each one of us raised our hands saying we've been through some hard things and we've gone through some things over the last little bit and we've been through some situations. But listen to this. Spiritual warfare is bound up in the power of our choice, meaning you have to choose to fight. You have to choose to war. You have to choose to passionately pursue him and the promises that he's spoken over you. I've had so many people come up to me throughout the years and say, You prophesied over me a long time ago, and I haven't had any of that come true yet. I haven't had anything happen with it yet. They're like, you must be a false prophet, or you can't hear from God. So my first question naturally is, well, what have you done with that word? What was your decision? When you heard what God wanted to say, what was your decision? What would you do? Well, I still got it in my closet up in a shoebox. I said, can you even tell me what I prophesied to you, what God said through me to you five years ago? Well, no. Okay, here's the first principle, the first major issue that most of us get hung up on. When God speaks and he prophesies, it's not a one-way conversation. When he speaks something of his life, 
We say, oh, but things have been so hard. I can't always be happy. I can't always be in a good mood. I can't always be a good example. Why not? If we fight every day and we face every decision with this principle of choosing life each and every time, we can be a bright and shining example of the most beautiful, powerful, life-giving source in all the entire universe. We can do that and we can change and affect people for his purpose. The power of our choice, the power of our choices affect the choices others make. Choosing life will bring the seed, fruit, and strength of life. Choosing death will bring the seed, fruit, and strength of death. You defeat the enemy at the point of your choice. So if you need victory, rewind the tapes just a little bit and say, okay, I see where this thing creeped in. Look at the point to where maybe you didn't do this. Choosing death will bring the seed and the fruit of the strength of death. You defeat the enemy at the point of your choice. So choose to war. Choose to fight. Choose to believe and move forward in faith and believe whatever God has said over you. Choose to believe that he loves you enough that he's placed the ability on the inside of you and that you're good enough. He loves you just the way you are. He wants you to start just where you're at. So this whole message in Nugget is not about condemnation. This is about even just this right here. You defeat the enemy at the point of your choice. You ensure your victory at the point of your choice. So not only do you defeat him and you shut his mouth and you don't give him a place to speak, but you ensure your victory at the moment of that choice. When you make the right decision to believe him and his promises over the devil and his lies, you've ensured you're going to be victorious. The prophetic reveals, imparts, and activates the vision and path of the right choice. Proverbs 18, 19 through 21. A brother offended is harder to be won than a strong city, and their contentions are like the bars of a castle. A man's belly shall be, be satisfied with the fruit of his mouth, and with the increase of his lips shall he be filled. Verse number 21. Make a note of this. Write it down. However, remember this one. Death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it shall eat the fruit thereof. Here's my entire point, and here's the entire purpose of this exhortation and what we're giving to you here tonight. You have the power, because God's given you the power, to choose life, no matter what you're facing. If it's rejection, and people have rejected you, and they've spoken against you, and they've blatantly done things to come against who you are as a person or as a minister, it doesn't matter. You have the power to make the right decision, not only in how you treat them, but the power to make the right decision to be an example to them of what God really wants to do, of how God really wants to operate in the situation. So what I want you to do is, if you can, just stand up with me here for just a second. And if you really want just a new push, just a new boldness, a new tenacity, and a new anointing to just choose life and speak life and release life at each and every point of your life. If that's you and you want to do that and come to a new level, just raise your hands. 
Father, in the name of Jesus, I declare, God, that we align with your promises and we shake off and shut down the lies of the enemy that have tried to be spoken into our ears that we begin to hear. And now, Lord, as we're coming out of that and we're beginning to believe your promise in a new way, Lord, I say tonight that we're going to align with knowing and understanding what that scripture says, that the power of life and death is in the tongue and they that live love it shall eat the fruit thereof. So Lord, I declare to each and every person here tonight, each and every one of us, Lord, show us where we're even unknowingly speaking death or opening up a door to death to be and operate in our life. Lord, I declare a new boldness for each and every person to run at the enemy with the word of the Lord in their mouth and the two-edged sword in their hand, beginning to release life and speak life no matter what the situation looks like. So Lord, in Jesus name. We blow out the spirit of death. We blow out the spirit of discouragement. We blow out the lies of the enemy. And Jesus, we gaze into your eyes tonight. We see your heart is for us, that you're for us and not against us. And we align with your words and your promises in Jesus mighty name. And everybody said, amen and amen.